Elon Musk, if you haven't heard in the news this week, he um, is always wanting to find different ways to get himself in the news. And this week he decided that he has moved to, he, he announced that he has moved to Austin, Texas. He cited the construction of a new Tesla factory outside Austin, um, as well as SpaceX having some development there. He said that California has kind of gotten too used to winning and is overly complacent as the current tech capital of the world. And, you know, I guess he left for kind of more friend, tax friendly pastures. Right. So, but it's, it's more of a broad theme here, right? Because on Friday, Oracle and, you know, Larry Ellison, and um, I don't know if he can do any yachting out there in Texas, but his company is moving towards Austin as well. And that's, Hewlett Packard HP actually, which is really probably the most venerable and one of the most synonymous companies with the Bay Area and Silicon Valley, announced it is moving to Houston. So Texas is winning this week, and so it's. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, no, it's a. Uh, it's been. Uh, I feel like it's been a theme for a while now, and then just suddenly in the last couple months things have just exploded and accelerated um you know yeah. otherwise for years people talked about it is is silicon valley and san francisco going to implode we even had a uh a, an episode of the urban files earlier this year i think from yes April, the death May. of superstar cities yeah <laughs> right right <laughs> so, and we were specifically looking at san francisco in our conversation yes Talk to your friend and an urban planner in in san francisco so um yeah i mean it's something that that has been talked about and discussed ad nauseum for for a long long time but it really seems like now we're reaching this sort of you know pivotal point where um i'm starting to wonder if it really is true <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah absolutely well, it's 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 a critical mass i mean and effectively you have two of the top 10 you know companies on the fortune list like both fortune 100 that announced it within the same week and so it really is a question i mean at this point i think austin has to be considered at least the third most influential like city for tech behind maybe the bay area and seattle and it, i mean the question is what is it going to look like in five years or a decade yeah um yeah it's 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 i'm i'm now thinking that we really we really could be seeing sort of a a more seismic and somewhat permanent shift uh, i certainly don't think that san francisco and silicon valley is is going anywhere you know it, it's disappearing but yeah. uh but there really might be a a tangible effect felt in that area yes. maybe not all bad maybe good as well um because this mass exodus while you know there are wealthy people leaving and there are uh, employers leaving and those certainly aren't good things inherently um, certainly it could make more room for innovative folks people who you know just have been priced out and yeah. want to get in there and do something um, and be around other creative people um, this you know 
I think we've talked about this before, but um, the way superstar cities have have been a magnet for creatives and intellectuals and educated folks. Um, while that's been a really good thing, it's also caused prices to soar and skyrocket. And a lot of times, it kind of you know that kind of success also hinders more creatives and more uh, intellectuals entering the. Yeah an environment and so when you can get more of those people together um it can it can be a positive outcome so so certainly the landscape is changing it's shifting um prior to oracle and hp we had palantir heading to denver um and i just want to mention that because i did see somebody from the bay area making a comment that like you know elon musk peter Thiel and um larry ellison the head of oracle um yeah. they're like you're telling me they're they're leaving california thank god <laughs> so <laughs> well, I mean, and, and, yeah they yeah their fans but they certainly also have their detractors and yes um, and so you know we'll see i i think i think it's uh i think though that this really does seem to be some some there seems to be some permanence to all of this now when you yeah. have these many notable people leaving. Well, there's there's tech bros, right? And and, and uh, I mean, I think there's songs and there's parodies, and the, they are loathed, and and maybe starting to probably get more loathed in in Austin, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. But kind of the the narrative of this this tech bro or this worker kind of coming in or kind of altering the character. I think you heard it mostly in Seattle, which had a heavy grunge kind of industrial influence with its music and art scenes. And a lot of those were very detractive towards the changes that came later with Microsoft and, you know, Amazon taking more hold. So I think that that's anger that's potentially misplaced at, at the workers, right? I mean, because they are talented people are going to go where they're going to go, but perhaps having talented people more spread across the country can, you know, maybe lead to more innovation in multiple areas, but also, um, as you said, it might make the Bay Area a bit more livable than it, it has been in the past. I mean, when you look at costs out there, it's truly even now and probably will be insane. And obviously, you know, the weather and, you know, the, the many attractions of the Bay Area are, are a part of that. But without question, the recent decades of tech innovation has massively driven up prices in those areas. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it'll be good to keep an eye on that. It'll also be interesting to keep an eye on whether these cities in Texas end up transforming in any significant way. Um, yeah. You know, if you do have a lot of people from one place coming to another place, um, there tends to be the, the California, Cation, yeah, of, of <laughs> different destinations that a lot of right. um, ex-California residents end up in, uh, and so we'll you know we'll see whether Austin continues to maintain its sort of counterculture status or if it yeah yeah goes goes away as well. Well, um, that's the thing. Like like Austin to me, very much when I was there, felt more like a you know, Denver or a West Coast, a West Coast city kind of, and just the attitude, kind of the general vibe that I felt there. Whereas 
you know, Houston's kind of a surprise here with, with it managing to be landing HP. I, I really don't have a, a ton of knowledge on their tech sector in general, but they're largely known for industry and for energy and all of that stuff and shipping. So it's, it's a question of, will, will Houston see a significant evolution now too? And I guess also, what does this mean for their cities? Because Texas isn't exactly known as the most traditionally urban place, but might this mean that some changes in, in that sense will be coming too? Well, I mean, where HP was, wasn't the most traditionally urban either. No. Yeah. Silicon Valley, you have, you have San Francisco and then you have the uh, Silicon Valley suburbs, which are, are a very different physical landscape. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Houston. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll see. I mean, um, obviously Texas has the advantage of a very, very low corporate tax. And I think certainly that, that is one large incentive for these companies to relocate. Um, but, but, you know, we'll see what the relocation really means for HP, whether it's sort of just a um, high level executive kind of movement. Yeah. Um, of course they already have, you know, they, they already had a presence there. And so it's yeah. not like they're building something from scratch. Yeah. Um, uh, I, since we're naming Texas City, I was just going to throw in Dallas there. Dallas had uh, Dallas won about a year ago. They won uh, Charles Schwab, um, <laughs> who decided who announced that they were moving their headquarters from San Francisco to Dallas. Um, yeah. And then more recently, just I think within the last month or two, they they finalized that they would be completing that move at, at the beginning of next year. So. Yeah. So, so this is an, you know, I mean, this this has been announced for a year, but this is another one you can add to the list as far as companies moving um, from from San Francisco to Texas. So yeah, um, yeah. So so it'll be interesting to see how e e all of these cities change um, over the coming decade. Well, the hope is that that long range train between Dallas and Houston gets built because that would really, I think, go a long way from from our interest in terms of. Um, you know, I think the connection with those two and just the support. But, um, you know, as, as a last point that, that I, I might, uh, that, that I was thinking about, um, that really, um, I think COVID in a way might have accelerated these changes also, because, you know, as you said, in today's day and age, if a company moves to Austin or Houston from California, it doesn't necessarily need, mean that the employees need to be there. And so, you know, those employees might ne not necessarily want to all be in the Bay Area either. But I think as a general point that we are having more than ever the ability to work in, you know, lucrative professions and, um, you know, be potentially a thousand or more miles away from where our consistent employer is. I, I, I think I know an Oracle employee that basically is effectively able to do much of um, the, the work that they do already online. So that, so I think maybe that might be contributing to kind of the tidal wave. It seems like we're seeing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, um, you know, let's not lose sight of the fact that, uh, Facebook, Google, Apple, um, you know, all these major, major companies, um, and, and I could go on, you know, the list is hundreds of companies long. Yeah. I mean, you, there are plenty of companies staying there. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Probably not going to move anytime soon considering how much money the ones I've named have invested into their infrastructure there very, yeah. very recently. Salesforce, <laughs> we've talked about Salesforce's uh, yeah. massive. A big tower there, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, a lot of them have kind of committed for, for the foreseeable future. And right. so, you know, let's, I, yeah, just don't want to overstate it too much. But certainly, certainly will be interesting to watch how, how um, Texas transforms. And in particular for San Francisco, I think what, what happens with real estate prices, rent prices, yes. and whether it becomes more affordable for more people. And also in Texas too, because, uh, you know, I mean, Austin is one of those places where people are starting to complain about the unaffordability. So yep. it's kind of a story we've seen before. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So cool. All right. All Joe. right. We'll catch up next time.